Okay, book for 12. Today's daf is daf Kuf Dalid in Erevin. We're still on Kuf Gimlam and Bays. The mission, that's where we left off yesterday. We learned the mission yesterday. We'll say it again. The mission says the coin Shalok Betzmo for coin got a wound on his finger. Presumably that's the finger that he has to do the voter with. Korachalekam, he can wrap it around with a bandage which is made out of a reed. Avlom Dina, that's only in the base of Migdash because we said ain't Shalos Migdash. So the Isser, apparently the Isser of getting a refua on Shabbos, which is only drabanan, lest you come to grind the elements necessary for the medicine, that is relaxed in the base of Medina. In Lodzidam, if it's in purpose of removing blood, then kan the kan also. Why? Because then it's already a personal use. It's not because of the base just you might be in the base of dish, but it's a personal use. Personal use we don't allow. We only allow for so why is and why is it the first part? Why is it not why is that not personal use wrapping it up? Because since he wants to do the avoda, it's not proper to walk around with a wound, an open wound, so therefore he covers it up on a covered for the avoda. So if it's regarding the avoda, we say in choice for Mikdash, not if it's regarding personal use. Also, Ray said, if you're being Motsidam, it's also an Isser of Chovil, which is also an Isser on Shabbos of uh, drawing blood. That's only if it's made out of a reed. But if it's a small bandage, like a bendel or a little, a little girdle or band around there, then it's also for a different reason, because you're wearing extra clothes. The coins aren't allowed to wear four clothes, or the coins are allowed to eat clothes. Extra got That's what Review to Bray Rafkia says. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, there's no problem with that. The only problem is you're not allowed to have extra clothes is in the place where those clothes, where the four clothes belong. But over here, you don't wear clo- they don't wear gloves. So if he if he wears it on his finger, we're talking about the etzba. The mission says if he wears it on his finger, that's not b'makam the regular begadim. There's no issue to wear clothing over there. And so if you put some clothing on a place where clothing don't where the regular big day are not there, that's not an issue. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. So then now notice that he says here that if you wear any kind of a garment, no matter how big or small it is, in any place where there's not supposed to be begadim, the four begadim don't apply, then it's okay. Why do you say there's a problem over here of extra begadim? That's the concern over here. That's only if a batzilsa cotton is an extra begadim. The Tanakhamra of Yudah Braid of Chia says, oh, extra begadim you can't have. A small reed is okay, but a bend, like a bandage, that's not okay. A small girdle, is extra begadim. And he says, no, that's my, who's talking about begadim over here? Just talk about that it's a chetzitza, because you're not allowed to have anything come between you. There, uh, there's an, uh, it, it, it interposes anything between you and the, and the avoda, between his hand and the avoda. It's a chetzitza. And it's just small. It could be on his left hand, where he's not doing the avoda. The is only kosher with the right hand. He not be a min, or it's on his right hand, but let's say it's on the back of his hand or the back of the finger, someplace where, there's, where it doesn't affect the avoda. So that's the answer for Sechatzitza. But this whole thing, pleaded Rava, this, uh, this, this, this disagrees with Rava, meaning what Rabbi Yochanan said. Because Rabbi Yochanan said, if it's Shalobu Makam Begadim, any Begad is okay. This disagrees with Rava, Rava, Amr Makam Begadim. If it's in a place where Begadim are supposed to be, I feel Nimamas Chotzetzis, because this is a Chatzitza. If I have something and I wear underneath the garment where the garment's supposed to be, then even one thread is a Chatzitza. Shalobu Makam Begadim. If it's not in a place where we're going to go, if it's three by three, then it's a chatzitza. It's not chatzitza. Now, here the word chatzitza is used loosely. It really means it's an extra baguette. It's baot. Fachim is male. Sholosh is etzba, is a nekeva. Even three by three, again, he doesn't mean chatzitza, 
because it says Shlomo Kavagana, there's no Begad there, so what, do you, what is what, Chatzitza, what, between the Begad and him? It means if it's three by three, then it's an extra Begad. There's Lash and Chatz, it's only because the first part is feeling the Imam Chatzitza, that's under the Begad. But Shlomo can Begad, so there's no Chatzitza there between the Begad and his skin. It means a very it's a chatzitz means it's eats or begadim. So you see here that he says where it's not in a place where the begadim go, it's okay as long as it's not three by three fingers. But if it's three by three fingers, then it's already eats or begadim. Whereas what did we say Yochan said before that if it's not b'makom begadim, any amount, any any size begad is okay. So the Gemara says, Adar Yochan and Vadi Plita. So this the Rava dis- disagrees with Rabbi Yochan because Rabbi Yochan said Shalom Makom Begadim, any size is okay. Whereas Rava says Shalom Makom Begadim, only three by th- only up to three by three is okay. So Rabbi Yochan Vadi Plita, Adar Vuda Brei Drachia Minam Plita. Does Rava also argue with Rav Yudah Brei Drachia? Why? Because Rav Yudah is saying to say that even a tzitzul cotton, even a small bandage, only a reed is okay, but a small bandage is Yitur Begadim. Rava says that a small bandage is okay. If it's not Makam Beged, a small one is okay. Says he argues, says no, shiny tzitzakot nechashiv, it's different. Because a small bandage, is, it's a real bandage, it's, like it's not a bandage that you, that's a throwaway. It's a small bandle or girdle that's kept, and therefore, since it's chashiv, therefore, you can't wear that even shalab makam gadam. So maybe Rava does not agree with the first sheet of review, but he certainly argues with the Belchan. Lish Nachrin, another Lashin, where Belchan's sheet is not against Rava, but it's really the same thing. Again, Ravira says the same thing, the first shita. Only you're allowed to use on Shabbos in the base of Migdash a bandage made out of a reed. is considered a chatzitza. Notice he doesn't say but he also means over here yitu begadim. This has to do with the fact that the Kohanim can't do work with these things, but I mean, if you have a cut or something like that, you're not going to do a voda, then you can do this. Then, then you could do it, but no, no then you cannot. Because then it's not mutter on Shabbos at the base of Megiddo. You're not allowed to put a bandage on on Shabbos unless it's just a cut of the right? Because Rafua is also on Shabbos, lest you come to grind the elements necessary. So in the base of Megiddo, if it's in terms of the avodas, they said it's only rabbanan ain't shlus because it's okay. So it's only if you're going to do the avoda, it's also. So now we're saying even, but but outside, but but either if you're in the base of Megiddo, you're not doing the avoda like you just yeah. said, or the case where you you're squeezing out the blood with nothing to do with the avoda, you're not allowed to. And certainly outside of the base of Megiddo, you're not allowed to do anything at all. The question over here is even in the base of Megiddo, isn't there a problem with extra? If you put a permanent bandage on, isn't that like a got an ace bandage, something you don't throw away? Isn't that Yitra Bergadim? So one says, yes, it is. It would be Tzitzel Cotton is a Yitra Bergadim. Rabbi Elchanan says, no, Yitra Bergadim is only in a place where other Bergadim are supposed to be. The other Bergadim are not supposed to be. It's okay. Rabbi says, other Bergadim are okay only up until a certain limit. So in the first Shita, Rabbi disagreed with Rabbi Elchanan. And the second Lashon, that's the same thing, except he doesn't use Lashon of Yitra Bergadim. He says Chotzitz, but he means Yitra Bergadim. Because we're not talking about a Chatzitza over here for what? It's also cutting the. If we're not talking about Malcolm, you do the avoda. Let's say where you put the blood in your finger, you're supposed to do the avoda. There, you certainly can't have a chatzitzah. We're talking about of yitur begadim, and Rabbi Yochanan Omer lo omer chatzitzah pachas b'shal shalosh elav malcolm begadim. That's why he's lost some chatzitzah because malcolm begadim. If you have something underneath there, that's a chatzitzah. Anything, anything, even even one thread, like Rabbi says, even one thread, anything under the begad is a chatzitzah. Havol shlo malcolm begadim, but a nashlo malcolm shal shechash chosos. If it's not broken, then three, if you have something three by three, then it's a separate baguette. Again, Lashon Chatzitz is used loosely over here. It means a separate baguette. And if it's less, then it's okay. Behind the drum, the same thing as behind the drum, Chista. Excuse me. So, of course, the second Lashon, Rabbi Elchanan agrees with Rabbi Ramachista that, you see, the idea is this. When you have a baguette, there's two kinds of Chatzitz. 
There's a chatzitza, nothing should be between his hand, his hand and the avodah. For example, his feet also, not supposed to be, no shoes, no socks. And when he does the avodah, nothing should be between his hand and the avodah. That's one chatzitza. The other chatzitza is nothing should be between his garments, the four priestly holy garments, or the eight garments in the case of Gon Gadol, and his skin. So here we're talking about, here specifically we're talking, before we're talking about what about chatzitza, if it's on his finger doing the avodah, so he's not doing it on his left hand or a place where he's not doing the avodah. But the main chatzitza we're talking about over here is under the baget. So the Tanakama now, so we, according to the second Lashon of Yochanan and Rabbah both say the same thing. So it says the Gemara, Leim Pligat Rav Yudah, behind Rav Yudah, Leim Pligat Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah, does this shita of Rabbi Yochanan, which is the same as Rava, which say that if it's in the place of the baguette, anything is a chatzitz if you have underneath there. If it's not in the place of the baguette, then up to three by three is okay. Only if it's more than three by three, then it's yitra begadim. Does this disagree with Rabbi Yehuda, braid Rafia? Why? Because he said even a tzitzel cotton is no good. That's an extra garment. So there's a shiny tzitzel cotton in the chashim because it's, it's like a permanent, it's like an ace bandage. Even a small thing is considered chashiv and it's considered yitra begadim. But if it's not that, if it's just like a patch or a piece of cloth, up to three by three is okay, according to Rabbi Yochanan, and according to Rabbi Rav Chista, and possibly even according to the first sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, Bray Rav Chia. So according to Rabbi Yochanan, it says that tzotzol cotton is really okay. According to Rabbi Yochanan, it says that the Amar tzotzol is also mutter, because in the first sheet that we saw, Rabbi Yudah Marav says this, and Rabbi Yochanan says, no, so that, that's not a problem. We want to say, does Rava, maybe Rava agrees with, with him, because Rava's not clear, maybe because, of, maybe because he says that, because um, uh, it's, it's a hush of a thing, even, Rava say, even though Rava's a small, three by three is not a problem, but maybe Tzilsukadon is because it's a... Uh, because it's a double chasha. But Rabbi Yochanan, in the first shita, clearly disagreed, even in the second shita. Because Rabbi Yochanan says, Lo shal gamel, but tzotzakot nechad. Rabbi Yochanan says, but, 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 uh, but uh, something smaller than that, Shlomo Kambanon, three by three is okay. It's meaning he says tzotzakot is okay. So why tell me, why does the mission say that you can wrap it up with a reed? Use even a tzotzakot in the corner of Rabbi Yochanan. And says, Misal Yavor Kamashman, the Gamimas teach us that the reed heals. That the reed is like it has an antibiotic in it. In other words, a bandage, an ace bandage, doesn't heal. It's just a piece of cloth. But, it, but the, uh, the the natural growing reed, the Barshalom gave in it certain medicinal qualities, and it seeks that it that, that that it heals. And therefore, you cannot use it outside the base of Migdash because you're not allowed to use any healing element unless it's a kanastafashos outside the base of Migdash, or if it's even for personal use in the base of Migdash, is prohibited. Boskin melachagavi kevish. Now, what happened was is that. Remember the kevish that's the ramp leading up to Mason Mishra in the corner, which slept stuff up there, like the highs and the wood, we'll see. It would become slippery in the winter when there would be rain. So what they would do is they would spread some salt, not to melt the ice like in New York or Boston, but rather they would put it up there so that there would be, uh, it wouldn't be friction. so smooth, less, less no, so, more friction. More friction. So, so the corner shouldn't slip. There were two wells in the base of Mikdash. One's called the Borah Gola, one's called the Borah Gadol. These are based on the, you know, when they, they came from the Golas, they, they set up those, uh, those uh, Borah. You're allowed to fill up with, a, with using a wheel. Now, a wheel, like, you know, they uses the, the wheel that, that draws the water, makes it a lot easier than schlepping it up. So you're allowed to do that on Shabbos. And a special bear called Be'er Hakar on Yantif. We'll talk about Be'er Hakar. That was outside the base. I mean, it's just a special exception to the rule of Angelus Mamigdash. 
So, um, all right, so these things you're allowed to. This is Gemara says, Ramila Ravika, Bapashna Ravika, from Bashna Asas Kashal Rabba, Tanana Misha says, Boskin, Melacha Gavikavish. You're allowed to spread salt on the ram, period. That's what it says. Where's the ram? The ram's in the base of Migdash. Only in the base of Migdash, not throughout the countryside, because it says only in the Kevish. So, so you can't do that for a minute. Let's say a, a courtyard got ruined, you know, the water, it's, it's inundated with rainwater. Maybe, Tevin, you can bring some straw there, and spread it out, make it even, spread it out. So, what, and that's, of course, on any chutzah, not just in the base of Migdash. So here you see you're allowed to do it even outside the base of Migdash. On Mishnah Smashba, you're only allowed to smooth out stuff, you know, or add friction, as you say, spread things around, only in the base of Migdash. It's different kind of straw, because straw is either going to be used as fodder or it's going to be used in construction. You're not going to leave it there. And so you're just leaving it there temporarily now in the chutzah, so you shouldn't get all soaked with the, with the mud and the rainwater. So it's not permanent. So you're allowed just to dump it over there. But in the salt, the salt and the kevesh, presumably you're not going to leave it there. So the Gemara now says, what do you mean? Okay, what does that help? So, so the Shed Tevin, you're not going to leave it there, so it's not like construction, or you're not building anything, you're not leaving there. Why is salt any better? If you're going to leave it there on the Kevish, this is a problem not only on Shabbos, Michael. Most of Albinia says, Mosik <coughs> says in parentheses, Hashem <coughs> told David exactly how to build the base Nothing more, not a centimeter more, not a millimeter less, nothing. Can't add anything. So, what are you going to add salt now? You're going to add a little extra pavement over there? You're going to fill in? Can't do that. Even, even not on Shabbos, you can't do that. How can you leave the salt there? You're saying over here, you really can't build anything, right? You can't be involved there. The question is, this is only in the base of Middash. You can't do it on the Medina, but the Medina, we say you left the Chatzor. The Chatzor is different because you're not going to leave it over there. And here you are going to leave it. So it's a chatzitza. So, so, so uh, you, if, you, if, if you're not, if you're mavatlit, it's a problem of building it, uh, building a more on the kevish. And if you're not mavatlit, it's a chatzitza. How can the corner walk over there? And so, baruch is a very kevish. Talking about the truth is, it is a chatzitza. You're not going to leave it there. You're going to use it later on. You use the salt for you know for kashering the animals or or, or uh, tanning tanning their hide, whatever. But over here, why is it a chatzitza? Because you're talking about you're not actually doing the avodah. You're only schlepping up the limbs up the kevish to the to the mezbeth. The lava avodah, it's not an avodah. Because if it says ma'kerev, it says ma'kerev v'karai and your chatz b'mayim, and there's a vikar v'akoyin to call a vikar mezbecha. And since it need, it's necessary for a coin to schlep that stuff up, since a coin must do it, you see it's part of the avodah. If it's part of the avodah, it should be a chatzitza. The coin should be able to walk on salt. His feet must touch. This bare feet must touch the, much, must touch the bare kevish. It's not talking about taking up the limbs. It's talking about taking wood up there. So he's saying, all Amish is saying is, you're allowed to spread salt on the kevish, not to add to the kevish. You're not mavatlot there. You're really going to remove it. So if you're doing that, it's going to be a chatzitza for the corner walking over there. You said the whole person, they shouldn't slip. The answer is, you're allowed to do this when they're schlepping up the wood where it's not part of the avoda. Again, mention this case. The chatzor. Pardon? Yeah. Right. Only applies to avoda? Only applies when doing. No, no, no. There are two things. Yeah. There's shmos and there's chatzitza. There, there are several things here. Both the chatzitza, both the chatzitza, both the chatzitza, both. Both. Right. Both apply to doing the avoda. The chatzitza is during the avoda, and that's why you're allowed to do it over here when he's not doing the avoda. When he's not doing the avoda, it's, it's it's allowed to. 
and um, you know you're spreading the salt there. This isn't even so much as as uh, this, this pizer is not even so much like what's the isser involved over here. In we're not talking about the avodah. That's when you take up the wood. Right here, we're not talking so much as the shmus as as it's it's mashma dafka dafka the base migdash, but not that was the kasha. Mishnah says you're allowed to only kevish shalchim migdash b'medina lo. You know, after the beginning, and the question wasn't so much as the shvus. What's the shvus over here? In the, in, before we learned that the shvus is, let's say, the refuah, or the shvus is whatever, right? Here we're talking about what about the chatzitza? So he says chatzitza. We're not talking about the b'shas doing the avoda. Then the chatzitza is a side problem over here. It, but putting it there is a side problem. Yeah, the answer is we're not doing the avoda over in here. In other words, so if you're taking up the wood and you have an ace bandage, it's okay. Correct. Correct. That's not doing the avoda. No, no, you're not leaving it there permanently. That's the answer. We're not leaving it there permanently. You're going to use the salt later on. So why are you allowed to leave it here now if you're not going to leave, if you're not going to leave it there permanently? Because that would be a problem in construction. So isn't it a chatzitza? The answer is not a chatzitza because you're not doing the avoda. You can't do the avoda when that's going on. Let's say the chatzitza got ruined by the water. Maybe Tevin and Martha, you bring some spread, like we said, bring some, some, some uh, straw and spread it out. It sounds like you spread it out, you know, with the way you normally do it. You're, you you spread it out of the basket. You drum dump it there and spread it out with the basket. But Rabbi said in the Brisa, Brisa says when you do it, you got to do it with the shinui. You don't do it with the basket, the level kupa, not with the box, the level kupa, with a broken part of the bottom of the box. So So he went back on what he said. He, he agreed with that. So he set up a you know a translator next to him and a Mora Badarish. Varm Shemaitah Rabbi says this very often. Things that I said to you before, Echem tells him. The thing I said, the thing I said before, I made a mistake. Tells him biyadi. Bram Kacham Shemar Belazer. This is what they said. Name Belazer or Belazer. Shumarda, when he spreads it out, Einamar Delo Basablo. Bekuba, you don't do it with the main basket or box. Tell could be do with the shini. You do it with a break with the broken part of the bottom of the box. Okay. Mamal mi bargol. So he said you could fill up the water on Shabbos and bargola. Ula even with a galgal. Ula ikla lebei rabbenasha. He went to rabbenasha. Now why is it brought down here? Because we're talking here about making making sound on Shabbos. Uh, we talked before about using musical instruments. Musical instruments are also because you might come to fix them. But because, how far did the Yisra go? Ula ikla lebei rabbenasha. Also, a man came to Rabbi and knocked on the door. Amar manhai, who's guy knocking on the door? By knocking on the door, you're making noise. Making noise is also on Shabbos. Because again, maybe you'll come to, uh, to fix the instrument or whatever. Who's this guy doing? Let's go for let his body be desecrated. Rabbi said to Ula, some people don't even do that on Shabbos. Some people don't even knock on the door because of the, because they're making a noise. They only answered pleasant noise, music. What's in swing? Music and, no- and noise. Music is pleasant, right? Only as a kosher shia. That's what they answered. That's what they answered. Unless you come to fix the instrument or whatever, but not just making a noise. Eisvei abaya says, What do you mean? I'll show you that any noise is also. Malam bedufei. You're allowed to use a siphon on Shabbos. Bedufei is is a combination of the word dio and p. Two mouths, right? You, you know, suck it in on one end. You can you can you can move, let's say, wine from one barrel to another barrel with a siphon. Umatifen me'arik lechol of Shabbos. And they would also, they would use this like as, a, as an alarm clock. What would they do? You ever just remember chemistry? You take a pipette. If you hold the top, right, the stuff doesn't come out of the bottom, right? That's how they do it, right? So here what they would do is they would take an instrument like that, have perforated holes in the bottom, and close the top, then the, then the stuff wouldn't come out. As soon as you open the top, the stuff comes out. So what would that do? 
this, these, the, the, the holes at the bottom, you would open it up and you would let that run onto another metal pot underneath and that, that tip, 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 tip was a noise it made. It was like an alarm clock. So it's so Matif and they would let these things drop me from an Arik Lechola for a sick person on Shabbos right, to wake him up. So the Chola in the Bari Lo, you all have to do it for a sick person, not for a Bari. So what are we speaking about? Hechi dummy. Lavd in the Amar, we speaking about for, for, for a healthy person, you can't do that. Only for a sick person because he's not well. Aren't we speaking lavd in Nim? Aren't we speaking about what? Where he's asleep, the Kamabas, so you want to wake him up. So you see, you can't use it as an alarm clock on Shabbos, even though it's not making a pleasant noise, you're waking him up. Now, why do you do So why are you allowed to do it for a sick person? Why don't you just wake him up, you know, bang his head because you're going to want to scare him to death. You, know, you want to do it gently. So you use a small. So what do you see here? That you're that that well, it's it's only mutter for a hola, but for a for a, a healthy person, you can't make this noise even though with this instrument. With you know, you're not talking about singing with your mouth. Singing with your mouth, unfortunately, that's mutter on Shabbos, right? <laughs> but but with an instrument, you can't make any noise at all, even though it's not music. Shmamid aluda kol osri. So you see, any any sound you make with an instrument uh, is osri. This is low. The tear for kaboy the other way around. He's awake, and you present to sleep. When you put him to sleep, you need it with a lullaby, right? The mishtamiki called the zimzuzi. You make the noise of a zimzumi rashi. Says it's like symbols, but it doesn't really mean. It means some farshim say it doesn't mean just it means it's, it's like a tingling noise, a little tingling noise. You're making a pleasant sounding noise. That's why it's also. Eisvei hamasham prosev nevs. Let's say you want to guard your your fruits from the birds, and you don't want them to take your fruits to your field on Shabbos. Love nechaya or your gourds because of the. Uh, Wild animals. As you watch, as you just stand there, make sure the animals don't get there. As you scream at them, don't don't clap your hands. While you top of and don't beat your chest. Blow your rocket and and don't dance. Don't don't do a lot of noise. My time a lot to kamoli calls them because you're making a noise. Kamoli calls and that's that's not a pleasant noise. The reason why you shouldn't do it is because we're afraid maybe you'll take a rock. You know, you first beat, you first make a noise that doesn't work. You pick up a rock and throw it at the at the bird or whatever. That's already throwing you know, from a shusriyachad to a shusrab. That's the reason why it's also. But not because make. In other words, we're saying is making a noise is not also. Only making music is also. women who play with. Uh, they had some sort of a game. They played with nuts on a flat surface. Uh, you know, some sort of a game that they played on Shabbos. Right. Um, they, they play some sort of game. What's that? What's that? Mahjong? Yeah, yeah. Usser, my time. What's that? It's lavi kamolud. Listen, because you're making noise when the nuts hit one another. This is low. The reason over there is because we're afraid they're going to make a flat surface. They'll come to build. They'll, they'll flatten any holes in the ground to get their flat surface. That's the reason why it was prohibited. They're allowed to use play with apples on Shabbos, or, or this, that they play with apples on Shabbos, is also Hasamai there, then I guess the, the noise of nuts makes a noise, but, but apples hitting against one another, I guess it's like a, a thud, it doesn't make a noise, why is that also? Elodim the reason is because in order to make the flat surface to roll the apples or roll the nuts, that's why it's also on Shabbos. Tanan. Back time, why is this all brought down here? Because our mission, Mishnah is Malami Bargol, you're allowed to fill up water from the two boros in the basin, which Baragol and Baragol, but Galgal with a with a wheel on Shabbos, for Shabbos. So he says, but make the shame you know, you're only allowed to do it in the base midrash, but not in the countryside. My time up, lab mishum call also because by using a wheel, a wheel makes a lot of noise. It's not quiet, you know. They didn't have a real oil wheel well, and it makes noise. And this is the reason because making noise is also even though clearly the sound of the wheel is not music. It's just a it's a large sound. 
says, no, that's not why. Because the reason why you can't use a wheel on Shabbos except in the base of Migdash is because we're afraid, since it's very easy to draw a lot of water with a wheel, and it's easy to draw the water, you might come to also to water your garden or, or, your, uh, or your ruin. You know, so you'll come to wash or, uh, or, or use it for watering the garden on Shabbos. That's why we don't allow you to use a wheel, not because of making a noise. Amemer, Shorlemem of the Gilts of Mechuzah. In the town of Mechuzah, he allowed them to use a wheel to draw water on Shabbos, presumably for drinking or whatever. Omar, my time, because Rabbanon, what's the reason Rabbanon say you shouldn't use a wheel on Shabbos? Because maybe you'll, since it's so easy to use, uh, to draw water with a wheel, you'll come to draw much more water than you need. You'll use it for your garden or for your ruin. In Mechoza, they had no gardens and no ruins. Just keeping the causes. Once he saw the Kataru Belkista, once he saw that they used that water to what? To, uh, to steep uh, flax. Uh, they they step uh, flax with some Rashi, some have a gears of the Bunsa Kusman, like spelt. Then they used it for soaking, which is either if it's, if it's uh, flax. It's already like it's like a told of, of uh, lost kneading, or it's a told of zore in the case of uh, of uh, regular grain. So Tarbakistos then he asked then he asked because you see it's also not good. Notice any time they're going to get water too easily, they might come to do an iser, and therefore we don't allow it. When we bear our cars. This is you to use the carrots. The other things were in the base of Migdash, so they were making on the base of Migdash. They say in Shvus Migdash, you know, the, the, even on Shabbos we said you're allowed to use it. It's not so much a source because we said even in the even in the uh, countryside you're allowed to spread straw on the chutzur. Make sure you don't get your feet wet on shop. So because you're not leaving it there permanently, you're just you're going to use it afterwards. So you know, even permanent's not a problem. So, but the era gadol and era gadol from you're allowed to draw water in these things. And generally, you can't use a galgal. That's the second part. That's already shvus because the second part of the mission is a clear shvus. Don't draw water the wheel, but lest you come to draw too much water and use it for planting or for something which is also on Shabbos. Be'erakikar on Yontif. Be'erakar was not in the base of Migdash. Why did they allow to use something not in the base of Migdash? My Be'erakar, what is that Mishmuel Bor Shehikru Varam? That they called many psukim. Assuming the Havana, that Kars Mosh are reading psukim. They brought proofs from psukim, the Tiru, and they were allowed to do it. They, they were allowed to, what is that? There was the, the Bor that they... When they came from the Golos, they needed they needed uh, wells. When they went up to the base of Mikdash, and they were mavatel the shvus of drawing water with a galgal, and then oh, they only allowed this one. There was a certain one in the north when they came from, and they came from the north or wherever they came from. They allowed them to use this well on their way up to the base of Mikdash, even though it was not in the base of Mikdash. They allowed them to use this one. Why is it called kar? Because they called many psukim about that they were they did not matter all the boros hakaros. It's not just this one. They were only matter that particular one. If it's because they called, it's called card because they called psukim about it. They read psukim. They brought proofs. What do you mean It says boros hakaros. Mashma, there are many. So karos is not mashma that they brought proofs about this particular bor. It means. A live, a, a, a spring, a live running, running water, a, 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 you know, natural spring water. Shenemar, kehiker bayer mimemel, like the bayer, the that's the be'er, like it flows, it makes its, its waters flow naturally. Here, the kehiker could be flushed of makor. she says, you know, like it, it's, it has a source to it. The source is deep underground. So just like the uh, 
just like the uh, spring, waters run naturally. It's the same way her evil runs, uh, you know, continues to run. That's what the Pusik speaks about over there. But the point is that kar here means that it flows naturally. Gufa local abars kar zapira elizubavad. They only were mata this one. Shaul ben Agola, when they came up from Golas and they went up to to the base of Mikdash, Chanuale, they camped there. And they stayed on there and they discussed the Nevi'im Shemnei Itruulad. And the Nevi'im, Rashi says, Chagis Charmachel was was matered for them. Says the Gemara, Lone Nevi'im Shem not really those Nevi'im El Aminig Avosamid Avosamidan. There was a minig. Farshim <coughs> say that it means the Rabbanim of that generation. But make up the same building. But Farshim shot sounds like Minav Avosam Yerim. It wasn't the Nevi'im then, but they had such a minig that they had always used that well. When they came to go up there to, to go up to the base Mishnas, even though we say Einshvus Mikdash, and this is not in the base Mikdash, we said the other day something that's holy, even outside the base Mikdash, we were disputed whether that's really allowed to also. Maybe Shvus Mikdash means anything applies Mikdash. So here they, they allow this as a special case, not all bars, but this one. They said this one is necessary because uh, they, in order to have water, in order to be able to make the trip to the base of Migdash, they were mounted to this particular well. You might find uh, in later days that they needed other wells also, but they were only mounted to that one. Then they go with some of the other, and that's what they went with, and they weren't mounted or any others. All right, tomorrow, Mitzvah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, try to finish up. We'll, we'll start from the mission. Always.